back. Hello, America. It's America, the podcast. Deb, what are you doing? I just want to try something, trust me. Why are you wearing that jersey, and why are we here? Because I want to see what happens. It's going to be hilarious, trust me. Oh my god, well then will you at least explain to the American people where we are, and what you are doing, and maybe why? Well, the why is because I want to. I'm a billionaire and can do whatever I want. It is amazing. Um, but secondly, we are at Eagle Stadium on Football Sunday, and, uh... Well, I'm wearing a Cowboys jersey, and I'm about to yell, Cowboys rule, Eagles suck, and uh, see what happens. Oh my god, are you trying to get us killed? Didn't these people, like, throw batteries at Santa Claus and almost burn down Philly when they won? We'll be fine. You just roll down the window, I'll yell, and then you speed away. This car is like 70 years old. I don't think it's going to make it. We need to go get a different one at one of your houses. Fear not, my friend. Back in 1783, Ben Franklin and I had a series of Freemason tunnels built beneath Philadelphia so that we could, you know, get around, and that tunnel system connects to the basement of my home. We'll duck there if they start chasing us. The entrance to the tunnel system is about a mile down the road. All right. Uh, I trust you, I guess. As you should. All right, roll it down. All right, here we go. Hey, Eagles fans! The Dallas Cowboys are America's team. All you are is a bunch of second-rate birds that were rejected by Benjamin Franklin. I tell you to eat shit, but you've already done that. Oh shit, you're throwing entire handles of liquor at us, Timothy. Oh my god, and a wine bottle. Oh, drive, shit. Timothy, drive. Ah! Also, America, listen to semi-important questions. This semi-important question comes from Little Audrey from Phoenix, Arizona. Little Audrey writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, why did you stop doing interviews in season two of America, the podcast? I assume she screamed that as I do. Signed, Little Audrey, Phoenix, Arizona. Well, little Audrey, to put it simply, I hate doing interviews. I only like the sound of my own voice and have to deal with hearing my producers from time to time, so I decided to stop doing them. However, if you would like to hear political discussions and interviews, I recommend that you check out America the Podcast presents America the Conversation with Tim Philippi and Andrew Turner. Both of those human men are my very important America the Podcast writers and will be discussing America's goings-on on their new show, America the Conversation as I have just stated. Next. This semi-important question comes from Little Jacob from Bueller, Kansas. Little Jacob writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, what is your favorite song? Signed, Little Jacob, Bueller, Kansas. Well, Little Jacob, I do not have a favorite, but I do indeed keep top fives of absolutely everything. In this case of songs, it would be Stars and Stripes Forever, America the Beautiful, This Land is Your Land, the very first verse of Star Spangled Banner, Francis Scott Key got really racist in the latter verses, and Africa by Toto. I could listen to that song all day. All day. Next. This semi-important question comes from Little Dimitri from Paris, Texas. Little Dimitri writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, have you ever served the country in any official capacity aside from being the master spy? Signed, Little Dimitri, Paris, Texas. Well, Little Dimitri, indeed I have. I am the founder of the American Deep State. I oversaw the Manhattan Project, thought we were working on limitless energy, did not realize we were making bombs, terribly sorry about that. Um, let's see, uh, I briefly served as the chair of the Federal Reserve. Literally, about five minutes, I started embezzling almost immediately. Um, uh, let's see, uh, oh, I also served as the head of the IRS for the same amount of time, which is why now we have tax shelters in the Caribbean. And, uh, ah, I have served as an advisor to every single president. 
which more or less means I have started and stopped every single war. Keep in mind that I stopped every single war, despite helping start them. This has been Semi-Important Questions. Riveting stuff, as per the usual. Alright, America, well, we made it to Ben Franklin and I's tunnel system, albeit barely. I'll say, man, like three people hopped on top of the car. Yes, but we shook them off. Yeah, into oncoming traffic. I mean, are they alive? They're Eagles fans, Timothy. Were they ever alive? I mean, yeah, no, I guess not. Uh, Alright, fine. Uh, how much further to the house? Uh, let's see, um, ah, there's a red triangle there, which means we're about three miles from my home. While Timothy and I walk the length of these tunnels, you can listen to an American commercial. That unless they're selling a foreign product. We'll be right back. It's America, the podcast. America, the podcast is brought to you by Science. Science, now available in two varieties, actual fact or society dismantling fiction. And we're back in my Philadelphia home. So, uh, which car do you want, Timothy? Uh, oh, what is that thing? Ah, yes. The 1967 OSI Silver Fox. During the 1970s, I was a superhero for a brief time, or a supervillain, depending on which side of the argument you were on, and figured this car would be a good fit. Uh, alright, right on. I definitely want to hear about you being a superhero or... Villain. I'm gonna expect it's gonna end up being villain. Um, do you want me to drive? Yes, just don't touch any red buttons. There's, uh, lots of, uh, missiles. Jesus Christ. Yes, well, while I teach Timothy what buttons not to press in my supervillain car, you can listen to Great American Facts! On today's Great American Facts, we take a look at America's second state, the Keystone State, a.k.a. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania officially joined the American Union on December 12, 1787, and was founded by William Penn on March 4, 1681. The state's name is a combination of the founder's name and Sylvania, which means forest. The great state of Pennsylvania was also the birthplace of American independence and, more importantly, the emoticon, aka the text smiley face thing, invented by Professor Dr. Scott Fallman of Carnegie Mellon University. Little did the good doctor know the horrible scourge he hath wrought on humanity. People would never smile in real life ever again. Only through emails, and sometimes on Instagram. This has been Great American Facts! And we're back and on the road again. Don't sing that. We barely have enough money to cover the trip, let alone music licensing. Ah, he's a friend. He won't care. Also, take a left up here. Here? Yes, exactly. While Timothy and I make our way to Scranton, I invite you to listen to this commercial and keep filling my pockets. If you do, maybe I'll pay you back. I won't, but I might. I won't. But I might. <laughs> I definitely won't. We'll be right back. It's America, the podcast. America the Podcast is brought to you by dogs. Dogs, licking their own asshole and then licking you square on the mouth for 10,000 years. It's America the Podcast!
And we're back and driving through Scranton, Pennsylvania to meet with Esther Chavez, the embodiment of an only hope for Pennsylvania. Actually, um, I need to stop and get some office supplies, uh, specifically paper, and I believe there's a paper company right up here. What paper company? Um, I believe it's called Dunder Mifflin or something like that. I watched a documentary on them on ABC back in the thousands. I even bought their manager's book on management. Ah, um, well that documentary you watched was actually called a mockumentary and starred Steve Carell. I have no idea who that is or what a mockumentary is. Right, I'm sure you don't. Um, where did you get the book? I'm gonna guess it's called How I Manage. Ah, well I bought it on Etsy and that is a very good guess. Have you read the book? Uh, no, man, because it's not a real book, and I guarantee you the thing you bought is full of blank pages. Have you even read it? I have not. As an American, I tend not to read books. Well, man, then I suggest you open the book because it's fake. Someone used NBC's copyrighted materials and printed Steve Carell's face on it. Still do not know who that is. Well, he's still very famous, as is his show The Office, the mockumentary that you watched, which is arguably the most famous show on television. So what you're telling me is that NBC and Etsy and by extension, all of television and all of the internet has been lying to me for the past 20 years. I'm telling you that both the internet and TV have been lying to you since they were created. Ah, well that would make sense as I oversaw the creation of the TV and the internet with the intention of making top-notch American propaganda machines. Of course you did. Indeed. Ah, we're here at Esther's office. Pull in here. All right, America. Well, Tim explains to me the ins and outs of selling copyrighted materials on Etsy. And while we make our way up to the top floor to meet with Esther Chavez, the embodiment of an only hope for Pennsylvania, you can listen to very important readings. On today's very important readings, we hear from the founder of Pennsylvania, Mr. William Penn, who argued back in 1679 the three fundamental rights of all Englishmen, aka future Americans. These three fundamental rights for Mr. William Penn would go on to be an outline for the American Constitution. Mr. William Penn writes, And I myself read abridged because there's a lot of stuff about England in here that I don't care about because I am an American. We, the members of the House of Commons of England, are a great part of the fundamental government of the country. Three rights are so particular and important to us that we will not relinquish them for fear or favor, for meat or drink, or for those little present profits that men of ill will will offer to tempt us with. These rights cannot be altered or repealed. In this I was willing to give you a brief hint of that you may know what sort of creatures you are and what your power is, lest through ignorance of your own strength and authority you become captive the fickle moods of those in power that properly and truly are but your servants and ought to be used as so. The first of these three fundamentals is property. You have the right and title to your own lives, liberty, and lands. In this, every man is a sort of supreme authority to himself. No other man has power over him to imprison or hurt it, or over his property to trespass or seize it. Only your own violation of the civil laws and those you made through your representatives lays you open to losing your property, which is but the punishment due to your crimes, and this is but in proportion to the fault committed. The second fundamental right is the right of legislation or the power of making laws. This way of representation was first proposed as an expedient measure both to maintain the common right of making law and to avoid the confusion of trying to do it in a large assembly of people. So that now, as in the past, no law can be made, no taxes imposed, and no money demanded of you, even to defray the costs of the government, without your own consent. Is there any better way of creating free and secure people? 
Your third great fundamental right and privilege is the right to a jury. Your right is connected to the other two in order to complete both your freedom and security. This right is your share in the administration of justice and the execution and application of those laws that you agreed to be made. To the extent that no man according to the ancient laws of the nation can be judged in matters of life, liberty, and property, but it must be by the judgment of his peers, that is, twelve men of the neighborhood, commonly called a jury. Consider for yourselves that there is nothing more important to your interest than for you to understand your rights in the government and to be constantly protective of them, for your well-being depends on their preservations. And a very important reading. There you have it, America. Almost 350 years ago, William Penn was shouting from the rooftops to be invested in your government. If you, the American people, haven't noticed, your freedom and democracy is slowly slipping away and probably will, oh, any day now, probably around November 8th. If you are listening to this very important reading before the very important 2022 election, I kindly ask that you register to vote and vote early if you can and not vote for a MAGA Republican. They're the ones taking away your democracy. And if you're listening to this after the 2022 election, I thank you for voting and I'm sorry that all of the MAGA Republicans won, because the way the bulls are looking now, they're going to. And if you didn't vote or voted for a MAGA Republican, well, eat shit. That's all I have to say to you. You participated in making democracy go away. Fuck MAGA, and this has been Very Important Readings. Riveting stuff, as per the usual. All right, America, well, Tim and I are here outside Esther's office, and I don't see an assistant, so I guess let's just knock and go in. Enter. Yeah? Yeah? No! Oh my god, is she half Groundhog, half human? Indeed, her father was Punxsutawney Phil of Groundhog Day fame. And don't stare at her fur or teeth. I'd like to get out of here as soon as possible. I don't care what you have to do. Just buy the goddamn plant. These union workers are going to be the death of me. All right. Now, who are you and what can I do for you? I'm a busy woman. Um, well, okay. Uh, hello, Miss Chavez. My name is Thebadias Stard. I'm the embodiment of an only hope for America. And I was friends with your father, Philip. Oh, yeah, right. You're the America guy. Dad told me about you. What do you need? Well, I just simply need to know if you voted for me during the embodiment voting ceremony this past year. Oh, yeah. My dad told me to vote yes on you every time. Just seemed easier. I even sent a proxy back in 2012. A proxy? Indeed. In the event that an embodiment is too busy to cast their vote, they can send a proxy in their place. Exactly. I was busy then and I'm busy now. So, if you'll excuse me, I got a coal mine to shut down. These union fucks are really riding my puss. Ah, gross. Which part, the union busting or the foul language? I mean... Both, man. Yeah, well, a CEO's gonna CEO, you know? And I CEO the hardest. I'm sure you do, Esther. Take care. All right, America. Well, since Esther Chavez, the embodiment of an only hope for Pennsylvania, voted for me, um, I guess it's on to New Jersey. Ah, gross. Who's the embodiment of New Jersey? Ah, that would be Johnny Six Toes Caparelli. He owns a club called Peace Tank in Atlantic City. Oh my god, everything you said is gross. More gross than union busting. Hell no, union busting's way worse. I'd rather lick the floor of, ugh, Club Peace Tank than bust a union. Then you clearly have not been to Club Peace Tank. All right, America, we will see you next week in New Jersey for America, the podcast presents Road Trip. Road Trip. A journey to the frontier.
Don't forget to follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at America the Podcast, at America the Pod on Twitter, and me at Bastard Comedy on Twitter. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. And if you don't leave a five-star review, just remember that I am friends with Santa Claus and all his elves and can make sure that you get nothing for Christmas. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, then, well, that threat doesn't apply to you, so please just leave a five-star review anyways. Thanks for listening, America. I will be in your ears again next week. Good night and good fight. It's America, the podcast. This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com. Thank you.